0: hello what's up uh joseph adventure here um how's everyone doing um again big thank you to everyone that tunes in and listens to the podcast um i really appreciate it i appreciate all the feedback uh thank you for always tuning in and i guess you enjoy what you hear so uh here's another episode um the reason why i'm playing Tori Lane's in the background and also before we even get into this damn whole um podcast today yeah w- w- what is the rule for w- when um you know, artists do what they do Like, for example, Octavian or Tory Lanez And yada, yada, yada Because, like, for example This song's Tory Lanez, right? And there's significant meaning Because, like, yeah, it just does So, like, do I stop listening to it? Because I'm not really attached to Tory Lanez I'm attached to, you know, this song, per se But, yeah, uh, we'll get into it in the podcast though, And I'll catch you on the flip side Write that shit up, Cavs. great Craig a brother you cash hey. If you my, daughter, nigga, my dog, and we don't get money together. You go through a trial, you duck in the laws, and fuck it, we duck you killing, nigga, we bury and I got you and I got you through every if-, if you like the song and it has, I don't know, sen- sentimental um, value to you and it has some meaning to you, or maybe it's a song that got you through some hardship, you're allowed to listen to it, man. Just listen. The rule is simply this. Do what you want. You you, you make your own governing reasons and your own choices, and you do what you got to do. Um, so last week, obviously, uh, I talked about my sister being a snitch, and it's actually quite um, ironic because uh, literally, maybe about less than 10 minutes ago, I just got off the phone to my sister, and, you know, we that uh, our, our issues and our beef. Uh, um... I still I am not the expert expert on how to deal with sisters because I have no freaking clue, um. But your relationships are unique, innit? it? So you've just got to figure out with your sister, man. Um, I mean we just talked. Um, she was obviously feeling a type of way because I just stopped talking to her. Um, and obviously that's 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 valid. And also I explained to her why I, was, I didn't want to speak to her because I was pissed off and. You know what I mean? I'm very stubborn, so I'm I'm the type to say something in anger and just be like, you know what, fuck it, it's said. I ain't going back on it, which is a very um, self defeating way of living. But so I'm just sometimes I'm just petty and stubborn or whatever it is that so you want to call it. I I just do stuff like that. So we talked, um, and yeah, we we saw that. out. Told her while I was angry, and she, you know, she knows what she did wasn't correct, so she's apologising. We move on. You get me? My sister, you get me? That's my blood, and um. Yeah, everything's gravy up in the uh, Karen Wee household, as you wanna say. But yeah man, um like I said earlier, I really appreciate everyone that tunes in and, and listens. Um it it's I don't I sometimes I don't know how I feel because sometimes a lot of the times I just feel like I just come on here to get my feelings out and you know sometimes there's the, like the stuff that i talk about are some stuff that i don't feel comfortable having that conversation with with people sometimes because maybe i just don't fully understand how i feel and i don't want to be swayed or uh, i mean like i don't know do my because it, it's, it's weird especially for like men being a black man and that's just something like sometimes i don't feel like it's you know the space is there to oh guys Drop that in a group chat and just have a conversation about it. You know, it's I don't know. So that's just how I feel in it. So sometimes when I just come on here and people message me and say, you know, that was a a good conversation, or I had a comment back from last week saying, when you learn how to deal with your sister, just let me know in it because I've got three, and I'm like, good luck to you. I got one, and I'm struggling. So that kind of stuff, man. So yeah, all of that stuff means a lot to me. Um. So this week, um, again, you know what? You know what's crazy? The stuff that I'm about to talk about next year actually I don't necessarily still know how I feel about it um I mean I know how I feel but I think you know what um I was speaking to Slavenor about this and you know just turn us all on my action plans and things like that and she was like and I said to her I don't know why I keep bringing this up she said "Well, because you're hurt by it and it's it's you know it's something that you've put a lot of time and effort into and it's you know it's 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 going to be painful it's not just something you decide that you know what I'm not doing this anymore, and and that's that. And it's something that you're just able to like, just just get over like that. It's it's gonna take it's gonna take forever. So or it's gonna take you a long time to just sort of come to peace with it. So that's obviously why you're still very very torn and upset about it. Well, torn and the way you are because it's because you're upset about it. And I'm just like, maybe I am. And the honest answer is, I am. I am upset about it. But um, obviously, all of that's not gonna make sense because I haven't even gone into the topic. I've not, uh, you know, started talking about it. And again, I'm sitting here with uh, a duvet over my head because I feel like maybe it will improve the sound quality. It sounded better in the last episode. So I'm hoping if um, the same thing will happen. I really should have pulled my blinds down. I'm thinking about it now because then it's like it's less distance to the window. And I'm just trying to do better sound quality things with... Yeah, sound, sound quality things with... I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but uh, yeah. Without further, let me just get in, Let me just get into the podcast for this weekend. So, um, I don't think I spoke about this. Um, but I went. Obviously, I was in Sweden back in November for Mr. Alati's birthday. I mean, um, for Mr. Alati's business meeting, we went for a business meeting. Um, during you know COVID and that, that's why we flew out. Um, so we're in Sweden. Humphrey was there. So was Nath and David. Obviously, David's, David is David's um, business trip, um, so he was there too. Um, so yeah, because I was actually planning to go to Sweden before that, but obviously things were happening and I couldn't. So we just all sort of just tagged along and just went along for the November trip. So, cut a long story short, it was it was a, it was a, it was good to get away. Uh, I mean, we couldn't we couldn't necessarily do much because of this like COVID and all that stuff. So we weren't able to do. All the stuff we sort of wanted to do, um, but we still had a good time. It was, it was very nice to get out of London and just do something completely different. So, as most people would know, and if you're new here, you probably don't know, but as most people would know, uh, this podcast used to have two hosts. Um, I've talked about it many times, and I guess the reason why I probably keep bringing it up because I'm still hurt about the whole damn thing, and eventually, one day, I will get over it, even though I know it was the right thing to do. So. Um, so there used to be two To me and Humphrey. Humphrey was there. And um, as most people know, a little while ago, um, I basically told Humphrey, I ain't doing this you. I ain't doing this podcast with you anymore because um, what I'm trying to achieve and what I created this podcast for, I don't feel like I'm achieving that with you any longer. So it's just best if I do it on my own. Um, and that and that was a, and that was a conversation, and that was part of the reason behind that was that that was mostly the reason behind it because I didn't feel like he was being authentic enough. You know like you're sitting there, you're hearing someone tell a story, and I'm like, one, you're talking about yourself; two, you're chopping up this story so much it no longer makes sense; three, what is the point of bringing up this story if you're not going to be honest about it? It's like. And the fact that you're being dishonest about it and you still can't do that properly, like, it's just, like, it's so baffling. It's like, all you had to do was maybe change your name and say one of my boys, or something stupid like that, and then tell the full story. You know, that that, that type of stuff. Or if you're not ready to talk about it, you don't want to, don't bring it up. So that was part of the issue. And there was also the issue of, um, you know, him not pulling his weight or doing what was required of him. So I just couldn't bother. You know, after he spent so many years at, uh, of chasing someone. And the other issue was, because, like, I realised, like, there's one thing that i do that's very very detrimental to my health And yes i said health and i meant this It's very very detrimental to my health and that is um i can be an aggy person like if it's dealing with new people or people that i've just met i'm i'm very no this ain't working out boom boom off like boom done but the moment you get in within that circle and when i start holding you dear it's like i start making excuses for your behavior you know, like I'll be like Humphrey's only doing that because it's Humphrey. Yeah, so what? That doesn't mean it's acceptable. Whereas if it was able anyone else, I would have cut them off. Like, you know, what? I'm not doing, not like to say like oh, I ain't, I am ain't boys with you anymore. I ain't your friend. Yada yada. No, just like I'm not doing this shit with you. Or don't call me on some nonsense when I know the truth. Or I can, you know, not not yeah, not that I know the truth. But yes, I actually I can say that I I know the truth. You're you, you chatting shit. You're lying. But I'll be like, you know what? It's Humphrey. It does this. Maybe he's not ready to talk about it. So I'll sit there and listen. It's like, why am I? And, you know, you just come to the point where he's like, why am I participating in bullshit? And, you know, and, and that was it. So um, back to my art of storytelling that keeps improving. Back to Sweden. So we're in Sweden and it was our last night. And me and Humphrey got into it because he was talking about, you know, about him not communicating and all that stuff and it's like dude I don't care it's whatever in it it's like I've accepted it I don't care but Humphrey does this thing when he gets drunk and he, he likes to have conversations and, and and talk about his feelings and how he's going to be a better person and how he realizes what he's doing is wrong so it, it was that type of conversation and for some reason I wasn't on it I wasn't on it that night I wasn't on it because, like, I mean, as I wasn't on it as in I wasn't wasn't on a ball. I dropped the ball because I got sucked in. And I'm like, because when I think about it now, I'm thinking to myself, why did I even allow myself to get sucked into that conversation? Because it's just, it's the same shit all the time. But I got sucked in. What happened the conversation? And I'm like, and I said to him, like, yo, listen, I'm I'm actually kind of, I'm actually very, very disappointed in you because when I kicked you off the podcast, right, you made no attempts to even show me that you cared about the podcast or that the podcast was something that meant a lot to you or something, you know, it, it, it just almost felt like I kicked you off and that was it. You were you were fine with it, you know. Because Humphrey always portrayed this image that the podcast meant the world to him verbally. But through reactions, nothing. You, you sort of zilt, nothing. Like some, sometimes I wasn't even sure whether we were recording. I would just go in the studio hoping, hoping Humphrey would turn up. Because I've been calling him, I've been messaging him, nothing, you know? So it was like that. So I said to him, you, you showed no efforts in trying to show me the UK about the podcast you didn't call, you didn't try to get back, you didn't even ask for a feature, nothing. And he's like, oh, and then he got into this, this state. of like, what do you mean I didn't do anything? Started to get all defensive. And, you know, when someone's in the wrong and they try to get aggressive, and I'm like, and this is my ego talking. <laughs> when I think back to it, now, this is my ego. Because <laughs> in my head, my head said, I said to him, yo, who the fuck are you talking to? I will fold you up like a pretzel. Like this listen, don't come to me like that on that on that vibe because there's nothing you can do against me. I'll beat you up right now and that's that. And I know that was all ego because I felt disrespected and I took it personal rather than handle it in a very mature way, I just went there. I will I will fuck up your shit type of thing, innit? Because and he kept he kept repeating that oh, he did something like he said all the stuff that I did to try to get back, and I said to him, "Tell me what are the stuff that you did to try to get back." And he couldn't name one. He just, you know, when when someone's when someone's quote, and it's like you quote them, I said, "Okay, now tell me what you did," and you can't even say one thing that you did. So that argument happened, and then I just got pissed off. So I just got in the cab with Nathaniel, went back to the Airbnb to chill. You know, have a good night. So, so yeah, so that that happened. And uh, maybe like a week after the trip, he called me and said, "Um, he he didn't it didn't sit right with him. Um, in terms in terms of how the conversation went and how we how we left the conversation, that he didn't hold on hold on a second people because this is this is just just just." We're still recording. <laughs> okay, back to what I was saying. <laughs> the justice story continues. Um, so you called me about a week later, and he says that he wants to talk about it because it's way, weighing way heavy on his heart. It's weighing very heavy on his heart and it's important conversation. Obviously, I'm putting my guy in it. If so I'm like, alright, cool. call me. when," I said, because the day you rang me, I think I had a, I was doing a test or I was preparing something for the next day anyway. So I said to him, I can't speak right now. Call me tomorrow um, after this presentation. Yeah, I said, call me tomorrow after my presentation and we can, we can have a conversation about it. So that was back in November. Uh, we are now practically, so today's the 31st of January. I'm recording this on the 31st of January, right? Humphrey calls me, um, I would say, let me see. I think Humphrey calls me around the 14th of January or that week there. So that's when Humphrey calls me. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I still wanted to talk, blah, blah, blah. Do you know what's crazy? I need to listen to myself more. Because first he rang me. I saw the call. I said, I'm not picking up. I ignored it. Rings me a second time. I'm not picking up. He's ringing me a third time. My brain's telling me, don't pick up this phone because this is bullshit. You know? And also, yeah, people have respect for yourself. If you call someone, like, once... don't be blowing up their phone unless you're outside their house. You know, you need them to let you in. But if you ring someone once and you don't get through, leave it at that. And have some self-respect. Don't, don't, be blowing up, don't be blowing up people's lines anyway. So he's ringing me. So I thought, okay, you know what? My brain goes, it might be an emergency. I pick up the phone. And automatically I regret it. Because Omfi does this thing where, and, and I know some of my friends will be listening to this. And they'll be like, yep, I know exactly what you're about to say. Pick up the phone. The tone is off. I said, ah, ah, man, I know what's about to happen now. And listen, I'm just going to cut through all the bullshit and cut through all the noise in it. I don't know how many relatives Humphrey has, i.e. grandmothers and granddads and uncles and aunties, because everyone can attest to this. Anyone that Humphrey put this bullshit on can attest to this. There's always someone dying. And honestly, just has to be the most unfortunate person I've ever met in my life. And, you know, I don't want to sound insensitive because it's, it's just come to the point where it's like, you hear this stuff and you're like, I don't even know whether you're telling the truth anymore. I strongly feel like you're, you're, you're lying and you're just like, I can't be bothered. So you become very, very launch-launched throughout the whole conversation. And I'm speaking for myself when I say that. So that's that was, I was just like, huh? So cut a long story. No, let's not cut the long story. Shall you called me yeah it's been it's been crazy it's been a madness It's always a madness it's been a madness um he, he, he can never tell you what the madness is because it's just because it's just been such a madness he's been going through so much so he's like yeah and know i was meant to ring you and this is this is the bit the piss this is the listen to this this whole thing. this sets this sets the precedent for the whole conversation he said oh but you were meant to ring me i said when was i meant to ring he said back in november you were meant to ring me i said why would i call you he said, because you say, I said, Humphrey, go read the last message you sent to me. And he goes back, you know, when you send a message to somebody all in the same sentence, all in the same speech bubble, you know, you, you're, not, you're not breaking it like you normally do. At, oh, um, I'm almost at, press send, the place where we're meant to to press send, you know, it wasn't that kind of message. It was written in one speech bubble, which is, good luck with your presentation tomorrow. I will call you in the evening tomorrow. Humphrey goes back and reads the message and he reads it like this could look on your presentation tomorrow and leaves the rest out he said see you said you, that was the last message i sent you i said i'm really feeling fine he goes yeah i'm reading now so i remember the, the message verbatim so i repeated it to him and i said why are you lying i said there's no way he said oh uh sorry i'm a little bit burst meaning drunk i'm like it doesn't matter with you a bit. if you scrolled up to where the message is you would have seen it in its entirety there's no way the message could have been clipped up on your phone like it's, it's just impossible for you not to see oh my bad so already i'm already thinking all right cool that's setting the tone for the whole shit that's about to happen because you've already started offline and i ain't ain't got time for this because but anyway so he's talking is um saying like and i'm going to try not to put his business out there but the story needs the story needs to make sense you know the story needs to make sense so in a way i saw i have to so long story short um since uh, the stuff happened in November, um, sometime in late late December, January, January, early January, Henri uh, said, yes, it was a madness. Um, he wasn't feeling too well. Then his mom wasn't feeling too well. Then his sister wasn't feeling too well. I said, what's that got to do with me, Henri? Like I said, what what's that, that going to do with our situation? You were meant to come back in November. You were telling me this happened late December. It was yeah. She has been very very stressful. I'm like I hear you, but this only happened a few weeks ago. We're talking three months ago. Uh yeah, and you know like um basically, I'm done on free best part of minimum sixteen years, right? Um. Never as once never once has Humphrey spoken about his um he really speaks about his dad. That's why I used to banter him about his dad on um on on the on the previous episode. You know, I'll, I'll say stupid shit like you know yeah, I'm not gonna repeat it because I think I'm a lot grown um growner grown ish, more like um than I was. So anyway, he's never spoke I never hear him speak anything about his, his dad side of the family, but all of a sudden um, his, his his dad's grand his dad's mum passed away. His grandmother passed away. I was like, I'm pretty sure your grandmother has passed away twice already since, since since the time we've been I've known you. But I didn't bring that up. I said, I'm very sorry for your loss. And then he was like, oh yeah. Also, my mom's mom got sick and she passed away. Hmm. We've been a space of two weeks of, of each other. Hmm. Unless grandma and grandma was in some some um Ugandan lesbian relationship. And one passed away and the other one's heartbroken and had to duck out two weeks later. You're lying, my friend. I said nothing. I carried on listening. And then something about his mom got sick. She had to got, get put into an ambulance and she was talking about writing her will and yada, yada, yada. Well, it turns out she just had a an, an, an infection. She's all right. Saying all that, I said, i said, Humphrey, You still haven't told me what's that got to do with me. Because I don't want to sound insensitive, but what happened between us happened in November. It's now January. You're calling me, telling me it's important to you. So cut, cut. I'm gonna have to cut this part short anyway. So the whole consensus of the relate of the almost relationship, shit, nigga, you gay. Um, The whole consensus of the um, conversation was around the fact that I mean so much to him. I'm a very important piece in his life. And I said, listen, my friend, I don't buy that because if that was the case. You would communicate. You would check in on the people you care about. And listen, I'm I'm not I'm not the sort of person that wants a phone call every week. If you start calling me every week, I'm gonna think you want something, and I'm gonna start picking up your phone calls. You know that kind of stuff, right? So he's he's saying all of this stuff, and I'm like, it doesn't like you can't say people are important to you, and then you treat them like garbage. They only see your on nights out and parties. You're there. I said that's that's not how you build relationships because for like I said. Blondes means so much to me. I rarely see him, but he's aware. Like, we communicate. Do you know what I mean? Like, we, you have a conversation. We don't have to speak every day for you to know how much I get. I said, people don't hear for you for months on end, and you tell them you come around saying they mean so much to you. So he said a whole bunch of other stuff that I said, listen, this is above my pre-grade. You need to go seek professional help. And let me put this out here. He's chatting shit. I don't believe him, and even if even if he wasn't lying, and and this is like it's a, it, listen, I don't feel bad for this because if you build your life around your friends, where they have to doubt everything you say to them, that's your own doing. You like like Humphrey tells ridiculous lies where he brings stuff up, and you're like, why are you chatting shit? Like stop, like no, why the why is it a, like you you must lie about everything? So it's like when someone tells you so many lies, it's like. Even if they were to tell you something, listen, this is a, a classic case of the Boy Who Cried War, part Uganda, featuring Humphrey. Because that's all that's it is. Like, he, he he lies and he's so manipulative. Like So after that conversation, like, you know, I, I started to feel sorry. Like, a bit of empathy. I'm human too. Um, so I started to feel a little bit sorry. So I sent him a long-ass message saying, listen, I'm, I'm glad you told me what you've told me. And I, I feel like you need professional help. Because that's not something I can I can walk you through. You need to go see someone. Just know that I love you. If you need the support, I'm always here. So, a man, pulling my heart on message. Yeah, sent the message. That was, let's say, you know what? Let's not even lie as to when that was, because I know that was a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I I, I pulled my heart on message to him. Um, you know, just saying, get yourself together, get right. Whenever you need support, check in. I'm here. Um, yeah. That was on the nineteenth of January. Have I gotten anything back was it was there and listen, I didn't send that message in in the vein of like, okay, I'm going to send you this message you thou thou shall respond, and thou must tell me how that feels or felt or feel feelings, but I got nothing back, so it's like bro, you're just chatting, and I then I was pissed off, I was like like legitly fuming like are you taking the fucking piss you know i like. I didn't send that message in the hope of getting a return, but I'm not going to lie. A, a, a little thank you, a little, um, yeah, I heard the message, would have sufficed, would, 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 would have sufficed. And that would have been great, but I didn't hear anything back. So I was like, you know what? Fuck you. i fuck you royally. So obviously I was sitting it a type of because I'm like, I'm still caught in between, it's obviously chatting shit, or something lying, even though 85% of my brain is telling me that nigga lying, that nigga a liar. Um, so I called David and I spoke to David about this and David says you know what Humphrey does the exact same shit to me too exact same shit to me too and when I told David about him saying his grandmother's a past he's like it's like Humphrey either has to be the most unluckiest person in the world or how many people does Humphrey know that somebody's always dying like it's insane the amount of people that this guy says has died, or is dying, or is dead, or is deaded, or is deft. That last one from the making the same spot. You know what I'm trying to say. So David said he does his exact same shit to him. And the reason why I'm on this podcast telling this story is that is emotional blackmail. You like you have you ever been in a relationship? I'm not saying I have, but have you ever been in a relationship and you feel like someone's about to break up with you, so you start getting your shit together. Or you've been fucking around so much and taking the piss that you like shit she's about to go off. Let me start behaving myself. That's like, but it's on a on a much, much deeper level. Like it's draining. Like, why must you lie to people like this? Why must you, and people say, Oh, do you know whether he's lying or not? No, I don't know, but my bones tell me he is. The same way my bones told me not to pick up that damn phone call, and yeah, I did. So you take take from that what you will. Like that's that's on you. It's, it's it's got nothing to do with me. So that's happened. Jesus, I'm getting really hot under this blanket, making me lose my my good art top storytelling. But anyway, so that's happened, and I've spoken to Mr. Alatashi about it, and he says unfree does the same thing about. It. And and the part that's hurting me now is what well, well not the part that's hurting me. The part that's making me feel very funny and agitated about the whole situation is just, It's just I've just made a simple decision. I'm just not going to pick up your calls nor am I gonna ring you. nor am I gonna message you because what you are doing is known as emotional blackmail. You know, you 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 fuck around so much and then you try to make people feel bad for you because you've not been doing what you're supposed to be doing. Like you can't treat you can't treat people like that. I'm I'm just sorry. That's just that's just that's just the 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 the, the, the truth of it. You can't treat people like they dirt bags or like people are things that you can just discard and pick up whenever it suits you. You know, when, 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 when you want to feel better, that's when you, you know, you've got friends and stuff like that. I mean, some relationships are built, are built like that. And some people, some people are able to do that. But no, I ain't got time for it. And I, I don't want it. So it's just, like I've just made the conscious effort. Like, not that he rings me that much anyway. So it's fine. But it's just, I just can't be around him. You know, like, and we've been friends for over, I don't know. <sighs> Like I said before, over sixteen years in it, and but it's at the same time, it cause one of the things that David said was, "Oh, I don't want to leave my friends behind." I said, all right, you stay there. You stay there." I, I learned, to, I learned that lesson a long time ago. I'm comfortable with leaving people behind because you, you cause I just spent so long trying to make sure people are on the same wavelength as me, or trying to start businesses with my boys and always bringing ideas. Like I remember, there was one time in you and I went to spell, sell spices. Like, legitly sell spices, like spices, spice racks, uh, and spice containers, and all of that stuff. But I was trying to involve everyone. I wanted to, my boys to be a part of it. And they went on it. So I shelved that idea. You know, not, not to say it would have taken off or anything, but it's just it's just an example of how many times I've tried to start something, where I've wanted to do something, and I've just always thought it had to be a group operation. You know, because even like sometimes I talk business with my brother, um, number two, and like he's, you know, he's he's he should start another business venture, and he's talking about dealing with people, and I said that's why a lot of the things that I do are stuff that I do by myself because I have no one to blame, I have no one to fall back on. If I fuck up, I fuck up. It's on me. I deal with that myself. If shit doesn't get done, it's because I haven't done it. I have no one to blame. I am responsible for my actions, not the actions of others. So that's why a lot of the stuff that I look into a lot of stuff that i try to do stuff that it's it's, you know you do by yourself it's not stuff that you need to involve other people in so you know and yeah it's just yeah that's just basically it's just emotional blackmail and i just can't be sitting there and let someone blackmail me like i am some little kid like you can't you can't hold me to ransom it's not fair Play, like, you can't just, I, I shouldn't be allowing you to hold me to ransom. It's like, why is it that every time you don't do what you're meant to be doing or you fuck up, you ring up people and tell them someone's died or it's been a man if my mum's been sick? Like, just, just like, just just stop it. Just, like, grow up. Grow up, get your shit together. And just, just don't, don't I, I don't know, like, it's just strange now. Like, it's just strange. So it's... It's one of those things where it's just like, you know what, yeah, dealing with Humphrey is its just got to be like, yeah, no, uh, I don't know whether you're telling the truth or lying, so therefore my heart's going to be on what? Siri, do the thing. <laughs> Heart been broke so many times, I don't know what to believe. Uh, mama say it's my fault, it's my fault. So yeah, man, I'm oh, on heist, man. And I'm not saying my heart's going to be cold or that kind of jazzy-waggy, scally-waggy kind of stuff, but it's just when you're dealing with some people, that's just, that's just what it's gotta be, man. It's just gotta be what it's gotta be. Like, you can't, like, it's it's like, oh, how long are we gonna keep doing this, boy? I've been playing this tug of war with you for 16 years, cousin. So, at one point, man, I've got to let the rock go, cousin. Fucking, the one piece is, one piece is on, man. Oh, let me just, let me just smoke my weed and that, and, uh, let me go with some, some called Kirkland, man. <laughs> Yo, all my people who know about Nicole Kirkland, shout out yourself and look all and intensity and that, and you are gonna be chilling just fine. Um, but yeah, that's it for this week's episode. Uh, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. And um, uh, yeah, whatever you've taken from this, take it, man. It's just you can't. I can't let you, Black Mum. I can't. I can't let you. I can't. I can't let you hold man to ransom. That's lunkers. Like, what? Can't do that, man. That's mad. Ah, I'm gonna have fun editing this one, man. And yeah, listen, I'm not trying to pretend like this doesn't hurt me because it does. It does. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like it doesn't hurt. But at the same time, it's listen. I'm doing for self in it, so you need to be doing the same for yourself. And I can't like listen. You can't be everything for everyone, man. And I'm learning that. Like I used to. Like I, I used to want to be everything for everybody you know and when I you know when you when you, when you reflect when you look at these things you realize that like it, it's that that saying is true man jack of all trades master of none like I'm stretched out so now I'm just trying to compact myself and focus on one what, what matters to me man and just be the best version of myself so kaizen on that note people have a good evening you know where to find the podcast on the apple spotify and soundcloud so yeah thank you for tuning in i appreciate you